0: Welcome to the very first episode of the Reconstructed Man podcast. I cannot tell you how excited I am to be able to say that. Um, It's been a long time coming. My name is Lane Ingram, and that other dashing debonair gent is Daniel Thurman, and we are your hosts. Uh, Today's an exciting day for a number of reasons. One, we're launching this podcast, and um, like I said, it's been a long time coming. Uh, Daniel and I have known each other for years, um, and we've been talking about this. Um, over the last year, just how can we uh make an impact? How can we make a difference? How can we tell our stories? How can we um share stories, right? How can we learn? How can we um how can we help our community, right? And so that's 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 something I'm excited about. Mm-hmm. It's also exciting because we're just around the corner from the election, um, the yeah. 2020 election, and this year there's a lot riding on it. Um and there's so much going on. But before I keep going too far, I want you to meet Daniel Thurman, uh, who is a great guy
1: oh thanks Lane appreciate it and so excited to be here Lane and I um, have been talking about this idea for a while and um, a lot of it came through just trying to to figure out a space um, to create for others that are like us or others that have um, the need to just come to a place and be authentic or figure out what that even means to themselves. And so um, this has just been something that developed over time. And selfishly, it was a way for us to connect with each other. We're in the middle of COVID. We can't see many people. We can't hug many people. Um, and we were in a distance away. And so this was a great way for us just to be able to start to reconnect and that's just been awesome so um, I'm excited to meet more folks through this process and um, see what this is really going to turn out to be it's partly a work in progress and we're hoping that your input um, and your um, uh, participation in this is really going to shape what it's going to be so without further ado uh, I'm going to turn it back over to Lane so we can really start to talk about what is the reconstructed man what are we doing here and what are we hoping that we can create for others
0: Right. Um. You know, I was thinking to myself. The main, the other main thing is that this is going to be fun, right? Mm-hmm. So you said right. selfishly, we we're friends. We don't get to hang out. Um. I wouldn't be hugging you anyway, but <laughs> you don't get to hang out. Um. Uh, you know. But the thing is, is that I do like Daniel, and he likes me, right? For the most part. For the and, most part. <laughs> and and <laughs> you know, but we have different experiences. Yeah. Um. And so the name, the reconstructed man, the reconstructed man. Um. We're both reconstructed men. You know, and that that means the same thing to us in some cases and it means different things to us and others. And I think the things that we agree on, the things we disagree on, um, the things that we see differently, um, I think is a, are important things to, to bring, you know, to share. So also you have more patience than I do. Um, so I think we'll,
1: <laughs> we'll <laughs> I, think, test I, that. I think
0: that'll show its head at some point in this show, but I think it's going to be important to talk about, um, how we came to be and, and how our environments and society shapes those things and how we move forward, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's probably important to note to the audience right now that part of being a reconstructed man to both of us is having the identity of being a trans man, Um, you know, both identifying uh, as men but Being born biological as female and in all of the different lenses that that we have because of that experience and that we are newly developing right now by, um, you know, I've transitioned for over 20 years and, and you're kind of new to it within the past, was it? four or five years right so like very very different perspectives but very similar experiences in in the same respect so that's really interesting but i think there's also this other side um or this um, additional piece to uh us looking at being reconstructed men is this idea of challenging ourselves and what manhood and masculinity means or what did it mean maybe a couple years ago or prior to certain experiences and what does it mean to us now and what is it going to mean to us in a couple of years and how that fluctuates and the importance of us, uh, being able to talk about that with ourselves to each other as, um, as friends, um, to our partners, to our family, to our community. Um, And there's just so much need, I think, not just for us, for you and I, but for our society to really start to unpack what manhood and being a man is or could be, maybe should be, right?
0: Well, and for me and probably you and for lots of other trans guys out there, I mean, that is a cornerstone of how you go about your day, right, is Mm -hmm. what you're not what you're supposed to be like, but one, what you hoped to be. I think for me, you know, what I, how I hoped I was going to turn out, you know, and that's on the physical, physical side. And then my insides matching my outsides, how do, how do those come together? And then how does it fit with what society expects out of a man? Right. And then where, where, where am I actually at? Where do I actually intersect that? Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, that is, you know, we talk about spectrums of, um, you know, the LGBTQIA community, right? I mean, right. I'd say there's a masculinity spectrum big
1: mm-hmm, time, certainly. you
0: know, and what's unfortunate about that is you can't be too far one way or the other, you know? I mean, it's so.
1: Well, you can be, right? There's just certain. Um...
0: No, I mean, you should be able to be. Right. And it's not, right. You, you can't be positively sorry.
1: Yeah, or not without having some type of societal pushback. And I think that's um, a large part of where we're at today. And um, in our society, and in many societies, of kind of a reconfiguration of what it means to be uh, a man, a woman, a gay person, uh, a cis person. um, uh, You know, even we're trying to, uh, you know... I guess this this could go on for a while, right, as far as, like, the different identities that we all inhabit, um, the different sets of privileges that come with those and the challenges that we have in, in recognizing those parts in ourselves or being those parts in society because they, they're assigned certain things and some of those things are negative. Um, but I think we are finally at a point um, through a lot of work um, from past generations of really trying to question that and, and get past um, what other people expect of us of really trying to be more authentic. And I think, I don't know if this show would have been possible 10 years ago. I really don't, you know? Um, so I think today we are at a point where um, people that have felt the inability to be themselves are starting to break out of that mold or break out of those expectations. And then there's a whole host of younger people that are coming up, um, which is awesome to see that they wouldn't even bat an eye at um, you and I, right. That like sometimes I'll come out to younger people and they're like, yeah, like it's no big thing. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, it's just a really interesting time. And I think it's an important time for us to, you know, create space for that. And hopefully the show is, is one possible Avenue and um, location for people to come and, and have conversations.
0: I agree. I mean, I think the other part of it is, um, telling our stories. Mm-hmm. Um, a big, a big piece for me is making sure that I use, um, my experiences to help somebody else. Um, I, you ju- you mentioned that I'm newer into the transition process. I mean, I am, I'm on what, three and a half years, um, uh-huh. since, since first starting and it feels like a lot longer, you know, but I, I, I was able to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, I had, I was in a great relationship. I had, you know, insurance, I had support around me. Um, And a lot of people can't do that. And I also, I mean, I did it when I was 36, which to me feels late, you know? Um, But I think for, for people who don't, who can't do it yet, you know, aren't in a position where they can or aren't sure or are scared or whatever. Right. Like, it does get better. And so that's important to me, right? So that mm-hmm. people see there is a, there is a light at the end of the tunnel and you're going to come out the other side. And, um, you know, if that's a, a decision that, that you make to, that you're going to transition, um, you know, you'll be all right. You mm-hmm. can be right. right. And I hope, t- and I want to show that you can, you can be all right and you can be exactly who you are, um, and demand that people respect that and, um, and walk around feeling, feeling okay to be you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you're a terrific model for that. You know, I think that your story, um, when you share with people is really powerful and, um, and you've always been a spokesperson since you started this process and this transition. Uh, so I think that, um, you know, you're, you're going to do a great job, whether it's here on this podcast or just in your, in your community by being an example to people. And, um, it's tough, right? Like we both came from, the same situation where um, there was a lot of issues without being able to be who we felt that we were physically, right? And so I, I can, I think there's a lot of people out there that are struggling with identity issues and not being able to fully be themselves. And I hope this is a place that people can turn to for um, an example of, of what it, it could look like um, that there is hope, mm-hmm. like you said. Um, and we hope to be also a place for resources. We're going to have a lot of great conversations, um, this season. And, and as far as we go with this podcast of really trying to introduce folks, um, that might be in similar situations to the resources that are out there, uh, opportunities that are out there, different stories from other people that we're going to bring on the show. Um, so, you know, hopefully if at, at the least it's that for, for folks. And, um, I think we're both committed to, to being able to create that and then we're just going to have fun too. So I'm looking forward to that.
0: Agreed. So today we're talking about masculinity and what it means to be a man to us, right? Mm-hmm, right. And we'll see where that takes us. I mean, mm-hmm. what does it mean to be a man to you?
1: <laughs> <sighs> Ooh, that's going to take this whole season to probably unpack. I don't know. It keeps changing. For me, I think it was always it was very physical my whole life. You know, I knew from um that like my earliest memories, I just knew that I was, uh, I knew I was a boy. And and um, it was somehow, somewhat allowed growing up. And then the other half of my time growing up, it wasn't. So it was very, you know, back and forth. And it was, it wasn't confusing. It was just really hard for me. But I was just really always chasing the the physicality of being a man. And um, I think once I arrived there in my very early 20s, um I started to question all of the things that kind of came with being a man, which was, um, you know, an excess of privilege that felt really uncomfortable, you know, being identifying always as uh, a marginalized person. And my, my closest connections in life were LGBTQ, uh, friends, uh, family, um, minorities and then all of a sudden to have this power and privilege of being identified as a white male was incredibly disturbing and still is and so i keep trying to find ways to to understand masculinity as i'm coming into it understand the hormones that are in my body the things that come with that and how can we challenge ourselves with those so we can be better people in society right and there's 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 a need for masculinity. There's a balance in society and in community and humanity. Um but I think it's a little bit off kilter right now in in this in our society and and so how can how can I be aware of myself um and what I input um into it and and help other people do that. So it kind of feels like a lot right now in life to do that. Yeah. Um, how about you? Jeez. That was
0: that was <laughs> a lot. I mean, I think well, I mean, when I think about what I was asking, you know, I didn't know we were getting into episode four content, you know, um, I told you, um, you know, I think when I think about uh, what it means to be a man kind of in a, in a more general overall sense of, you know, when I, when I was going through, my, when I was thinking about transitioning, right. And I thought about who I was, I haven't changed very much. Right. The person Mm -hmm. that I am, the way that I behave, the way that I interact with people um, on a personal level. Right. You have Mm -hmm. to change things about the way you interact, um, the way that you can come off more aggressively. Sure. But when I think of a man, I think um, you think of the regular society constructs, right? Like so strength, um, authority, power. um, I think of automatically being a gentleman, Um, and so there's parts of me that really likes the traditional manness that I think with, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I love that. I like to open the door for my wife. I love that. I want, if somebody's going to come date one of my daughters, like you come up to the door and you (laughs) come, come meet me. Mm -hmm. Like, I want them to see how they should be treated. Right. I mean, I like that traditional part of me. I also recognize, um, that, that's not all of it you know that there's that that it's okay to that it's okay to change that it's okay to um not be strong all the time it's okay to lean on other people um and i think my past experiences my past life is what i like to call it um helps me to keep that in focus mm-hmm. you know it's not like i was a super sensitive person um but ah, you know, i you, would disagree just,
1: i think you're i think you're incredibly I mean, sensitive.
0: Okay, so sensitive, see, sensitive can be a few different things. When I say sensitive, that maybe wasn't the right word. I'm not a uh, uh, touchy-feely, super emotional where mm. it's like, um, I mean, sensitive in that way, right? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm not going to okay. cry all the time. I am I am sensitive, I am. You can hurt my feelings, fine. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, I think all of that stuff is Okay. And because I, and for me, I think because I was okay with who I was before in terms of the inside,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, I'm, I'm okay bringing that over to this side, you know, yeah. um, I'm not going to lie there. There's insecurity with it, you know, because if I react to this in the way that I want to react to it, somebody going to look and be like, well, that's not manly, especially if they know that I'm trans, you mm-hmm. know, when you're in a space when people don't know that you're trans, mm mm-hmm. I find that to be the most liberating and freeing of them all. Because regardless of how I react, you're seeing a black man react. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Whereas, you know, somebody that might've known me before could, could judge it differently.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And that brings up a whole other, probably an episode about passing. And, um, you know, I've been trying to wrap my head around this, this whole concept of passing for a while because, as a trans person that's typically Mm -hmm. all we want like that's successful that is the ideal that that makes us feel um better in our own skin but i think it's dangerous because Mm -hmm. uh we become hidden minorities and it's a trap yeah it's absolutely a trap right and so i've been spending some time in the past couple of years trying to figure out how do i become out Um, and that, that brought a whole other level of acceptance of being comfortable being trans, not I'm comfortable being a man, um, or safe now being a man, but I want to actually feel pride and security and strength in being trans. And that took a lot of modeling from other people. It took, um, Mm -hmm. took people that I was, um, I was looking up to, um, to be able to give me that. Um, so yeah, a whole other. That's, that's episode like, five. Though,
0: I'm glad you said that, though. I mean, I do feel like it's a trap because it is. Mm-hmm. It's like, God, you know, yes, I want I would want everybody to just see me just like this and to know, right. If you were walking past me like just another guy, right. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I that's what you want. Right. But it's so important to be visible. Right. Mm-hmm. And I cannot like I can't. It's important to strike a balance. And that's what I try to do. You know, yeah. In the spaces where um people know great and the spaces where they don't it's certainly not a secret you know i mean I, mm-hmm. there's a there's a balance and i try to make sure that um the things that i'm involved in the things that are going on in society the places where i can't have a voice you know mm-hmm. like i try to make sure that i have a voice that i make sure that i mention it so in the in the off chance that somebody there needs to see somebody like me mm-hmm. and I think that there are lots of trans people probably who are stealth or who have, have you know, maybe transitioned and moved somewhere and were able to start a new life and they're good. And like, I think that's awesome. I don't fault you. I get it. You know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I, sure. I wasn't able to do that because I did. I came out at home,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, and so and I and I feel a responsibility to that. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. And so true, you know, and I think, um, hopefully people will get to know your story more. And, uh, um, I mean, there's a lot of information out on the web right now and that maybe we can post it on our website too, at some point, um, just the the different ways that you came out publicly because you were a star athlete and the larger, uh, you know, city area that, uh, you grew up in knew you. And so when you came back home and transitioned, right, that was going to be, pretty obvious and so a fiasco yeah absolutely (laughs) totally right and i remember having dinner with you and probably more importantly having drinks with you and we were just talking about that how you were going to negotiate it and really quickly i think you were like i'm taking control of the narrative and so you um you know you had airwaves um because of different positions that you held and you figured you know what i'm going to go out public with it before someone else takes it away from me and that was powerful it still is right that still replays itself um Within your your um, your community, uh, within the sports community, the educational community, because you're part of higher ed, it's incredible, and and it was a powerful way, I think, for you to to own your story. But I appreciate at the same time that you know you don't always have to be that. You don't always have to be out because sometimes it feels good not to be.
0: I mean, I can't imagine that. I say to my I say to my wife all the time. You know, we could not. I don't say this all the time. Let me. <laughs> I have said (laughs) in the past, (laughs) but really though, what if we move somewhere and started over, you know, like Mm -hmm. the concept of that, like what if we went to a new state where all they saw was this interracial couple and we just started our life. Mm -hmm. Like, what would it be like? Um, And that is an enticing idea when you finally get to where you want it to be. And that's, that's how I feel. And that's why, and we've had this conversation so many times, you know, and 36 isn't late, you mm-hmm. know, whenever you decide to transition this yeah. is the right time. Yeah. There's no time that's too late. Mm-hmm. So I know that in my rational mind, but as I look back and as I see, you know, more and more kids being so much more aware and I see parents being more accepting and I see more resources. Yeah. I feel like 36 was late. And what, like what, you know, where, where would I have been right now? Right. If I could have gone through my twenties m- with my outside matching my inside, because mm-hmm. that's powerful. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I got, when I had my top surgery, I told you, I mean, I would, you guys don't know this cause you don't know me very well. Maybe, maybe we'll show some pictures one day, but I've lost a lot of weight and that is for a number of reasons. Testosterone can do that. Um, but when I first had top surgery and I look at those pictures, like, I, I told you, I would I would be walking around like this. I, I mean, you're just so proud. Like, are you kidding me right now? Right? And I wasn't even that good, like, that good looking back then, guys. Okay? Like, this guy now? Okay. Like, and this is three years in. Like, see me in two. Right? <laughs> we get to year five uh, kidding
1: uh, anyway, what else you've Sorry. always been good looking you were just a little prettier before that's all <laughs> uh, how, oof,
0: how rude uh-huh.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. There's a lot to unpack. There's a lot to unpack, and and a lot of it. It's personal, you know. It's it. This is going to be Lane and I's uh, playground to just probably have some conversations and get some stuff out. But we're really hoping to hear from our audience and our listeners, and um, you know, hear what you all are thinking, hear what you like to to hear discussed, and um, we've got some ideas. But this is going to be collaborative. It's definitely going to be uh, community based, and. And we'll see where we go with it. but that's probably the tip the tip of the iceberg of yeah you throw the word out masculinity to I Ryan, we could probably talk for hours. It's gonna be a problem. so we're gonna we're gonna tighten ourselves up and we're gonna have some specific uh, episodes and uh see where it goes. but anything else I mean, on this we didn't topic even
0: talk about the we didn't even talk about the word reconstructed. we mm. I mean we this I there's know, just like. There's, level, there's, so many, there's levels to this, there's pieces to this, there's layers. I mean, it's like, a, I, think it, I think it's interesting. And I think um, society, I think families, I think it all, it all plays a piece. And this is, it's super personal to me.
1: Mm-hmm. So Yeah, absolutely. Personal. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm excited. Me too. Yeah. So, so what
0: else are we going to talk about in this show, you think?
1: <laughs> you want to talk about Reconstructed?
0: We no, kind of touched I don't on mean that. This show. Oh, I the mean, show. The bigger the show. show.
1: The. The. The, big,
0: the overall the
1: show. capital S show. I understand. Correct. Yeah, so we're gonna be talking about uh, a lot of topics. Um, first season, um, we're not starting slow. Actually, next week is gonna be election night. Um, so we will be broadcasting. Um, I don't know if it's gonna be live. We're gonna. We said we're gonna to try to make it live. We'll see what we can do. But we're gonna be at least um, airing our show or recording our show on, on election night. We think it's a pretty big night, and. Um, I I just need someone to drink with, so um, we're gonna (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna. Is
0: that that is this that kind of show? Like, where this is a drinking show?
1: I next Tuesday is going to be a drinking show. I'm just going. I mean, we're grown. We're grown. grown. Yeah, it's appropriate. You know, I mean, if I start slurring, we'll cut. But hey, I it won't get that bad. But yeah, we're yeah. So we're yeah. We're gonna we're gonna um we're gonna talk to each other and make it all right that night. So we'll, we'll see what happens, but that's going to be a big night and we'll probably be talking a lot about politics and talking a lot about what this potentially means and what it's meant for the past four years, um, all sorts of things. So that's coming up next, next episode. Um, and then we're going to be talking about different things we're going to be talking about pronouns we're going to be talking about hormones and puberty lane's going to describe puberty as a 39 year old which is fascinating right (laughs) maybe your wife will want to talk about puberty um with a trans uh trans man um we're going to be talking about family and religion and all the juicy topics and see where that goes we're also going to be doing product reviews so i don't know if you want to talk a little bit about that at all but um that's going to be exciting I know. I'm excited about the
0: product reviews, and we're going to do all kinds. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm not shy.
1: Right. I, I am.
0: I, I am. wish somebody – I'm not. I wish somebody <laughs> would have showed me some stuff, you know? It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. if you want to know about a product, I'll tell you about it. Send it to me. I'll tell you about it.
1: Yeah.
0: Daniel will be all shy. His face will get all red. Money <laughs> um, it's true. But, yeah, we. this is exciting. Uh, yeah. A labor of love, but something that's important to us um, and is going to help us. Grow our friendship and also, and also, uh, you know, hopefully hopefully, make a difference and give some good information. So yes. if you want to get in touch with us, send us an email at laneanddaniel.com. Not, not,
1: not Daniel and Lane.
0: I tried to get Daniel and Lane. It was gone. I don't know who those people are, but mm-hmm. it was gone. Like I mean, you can try to find it. I tried first. Mm, yeah. D is before L. I'm going to try to know L. the alphabet. See how much though. Email them. Email them and ask if They'll we can have it. I'll pay for that.
1: Okay, I will. I'll pay for it's it. It's
0: Lane and Daniel at gmail.com. Lane and gmail.
1: Daniel, lane and Dan- not in alphabetical order, and not necessarily in importance, but just Lane and Daniel at gmail.com. Yeah. So you talk see. to us. Reach out. Let us know what you're thinking, what you want to hear about. Um, and we look forward to yeah, meeting you. Yeah, even how all.
0: we did. I'm into that.
1: Mhm. Mhm. I want to know. Yeah, I'd appreciate that too. Yeah. All right. I'm excited.
0: Well, good. So we're back next week, election night. Uh, Then every week after that, we hope. Um, And yeah, this was fun. Good stuff.
1: Yeah, and we should mention too, so if you're on the show and you don't happen to be trans and you don't know this, but November is Trans Awareness Month, and so we're going to be trying to get our episodes out for you in time for that. So please share this with your friends, share it with your family, um, share it with your coworkers. Uh, This is going to be a fun time, but hopefully an informative time and hopefully a healing time as well. So we look forward to the season uh, with you all, and take care. We will see you all next week. Lane, I will see you next week. See you later. All right, peace.